Welcome to the Michael Rivero What Really Happened radio program. Welcome back to our show here, hour number two. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. And in yet another embarrassment for our very liberal uh, uh, academic environment, the president of Stanford University, Mark Tessier-Levine, announced yesterday he will resign his post at the end of August after an investigation found flaws in his research. Okay. Meanwhile, over at the University of Kansas, a history professor and Native American expert has been accused of faking ancestry. Okay, this was Professor Kent Blancett, uh, who will appear as a keynote speaker and Native American expert at a fall history conference, faces allegations of fraudulently uh, representing his ancestry. Shades of Elizabeth Warren here. All righty, 512-248-8252. My, the phone lines are loading up. Laura in Michigan. Hello, Laura. Welcome to the show. Hi, What's Mike. On? Hi. Well, uh, last night on Rents, uh, Yoshi, he's a Japanese guy who studied Fukushima Daiichi. And yep. he's always been talking about how all the radiation has been flying around the whole earth now. He says that the smoke that we're getting from the Canadian fires... The trees are releasing the uh, nuclear things from nuclear. I don't. I can't, I'm not good. Nuclear. At this, but, okay. Yeah, it, I, I know Eisenhower mangled it, and a lot of people copy it. But the correct pronunciation is new, like in brand new, and clear, like a piece of glass. Nuclear. 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 Anyway, it's releasing that stuff, <laughs> stuff, and and into the air, so the. It's not just smoke we're breathing in. We're also breathing in this radiation. Well, I'm not sure how much of the Fukushima radiation uh, got over Canada. I mean, certainly it was a problem in the Pacific Ocean. And uh, Claire and I were still living in Hawaii when that all went down. And I have a radiation monitor. And we did see occasional spikes. Okay, so uh, it was definitely an issue. Um, Okay. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know I, how big, you know, I'll tell you what, the next time we have uh, a lot of the Canadian wildfire smoke over our house, which is not today, I'll get out the radiation monitor and see what it says. Good idea. Also, I know all these people who are disappeared, children and people, I, I know where they are. They were curious about the flat earth. They got to the edge and fell off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I suspect you may be right. <laughs> yes, that's where they are. <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to tell you about this radiation thing, see what you thought. So, okay. Well, like, like I said, the next time we have, uh, you know, an orange sky over us, I'll get out the radiation meter and see. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike, first of all, you know, I'd like to see if you'd be interested in being an advisor or maybe even sit on a panel of a non-governmental organization I want to start, a 501c3. It's going to be an educational website. And the preliminary name I have is the Anti-Fat Earth Society. <laughs> well, you had me up until you gave me the name there, you know, and... Um... I, I don't think I really want to be attached to something like that. The, the anti, you got to have one side of the debate the other, anyhow. There's that. Poor joke, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, 
I was going through uh, old DVDs. I had. actually there were uh, VCR remasters into uh, mm-hmm. DVD. And I stumbled upon a uh, a race in 1999, the uh, Marlboro 500, Michigan, and it's the major sponsor of IndyCar back then was FedEx. And so as I was going through it, there was an ad, a FedEx ad, and it starts off with this uh, CEO or somebody, and he's in his office, and he has his marketing guy, and he's chewing him out, like, how could you do this? What well, sir, we used the wrong shipper, and we got our, our packages mixed up. And, and so we went to the studio, and, and they made an advertisement for their G.I. Joes, and the G.I. Joes are dressed in tutus and dresses, and <laughs> the kids playing with them like, bam, bam, you know, and... And they're in the mud, you know, and, and, and their pink dresses. And the guy straps his, his hand over his eyes, like, "How could you do this? You know, next time you use FedEx." <laughs> that, That's that a good commercial. That's a good commercial. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet it won a Clio. Yeah, see, like maybe I'll, I'll cut it out of there and put it on YouTube or something. They'll probably ban it on YouTube. <laughs> probably. Probably so. And. uh you know, here's a racist song for you. Zippity doo dah, zippity day. My, oh yeah. My, I mean, they they basically yeah. canceled the entire movie. You know, and that's a oh, film racist. I grew up with. Yeah. But you know, Song of the South was one of Disney's best. But it's it's all been it's canceled because it you know racial stereotypes and so forth and so on. It was actually a very entertaining movie. Yeah. How, how come uh, Oppenheimer? How come they don't make him black? You know? <laughs> well, <how can> I... <laughs> That's all for now. I don't have anything good to continue. Thanks a lot. All right. You've got it. 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Mike in Kentucky. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Oh, well, uh, uh, springboard off the last guy. They got to ban uh, breakfast at Tiffany's, I guess. You know that. Yeah, Maybe. I imagine so. Well, it's got that song in it, Moon River. And Moon River mentions my Huckleberry friend, which references Huckleberry Finn, which has been banned. So, got to ban Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's just like a chain reaction. It's just insane. It's just insane. That would work. I mean, you know, it could logically under the their mindset. So, um, I was somehow stumbled across an old post that had a link to an RBN show where I'd called in, and I forgot about this theory that I ran across that says that uh, people began walking upright uh, possibly due to a cosmic event that they've had evidence of where there was an extended period of cosmic rays that uh, provide provided enhanced pathways for lightning in the lower 10,000 feet of the atmosphere. Uh, oh, that definitely the... happens. That definitely happens. When when you get a coronal mass ejection from the sun and it hits the earth, uh, storms can get really dramatic. I remember uh, there was one that we saw uh, on Oahu. I got pictures of it, too. I mean, the lightning was literally appearing out of thin air, not just the clouds. And uh, so, so that it's, that, that's, that's why the lightning... Uh, bolt is j- jagged is it's jumping from one ion trail to the next that's uh, left by these uh, particles from space well we were at a we did a boy scout camp out at a nearby state park and i i knew there you know the sunspot cycle was up ticking but i had never seen so many sunspots uh we've checked out the library had a, a a new telescope and of course i had to tinker with it to get it 
set up right. Everything was, uh, I think the sight scope was mounted backwards, and it was fun. But I, this uh, cheapo telescope actually did pretty good on display projecting the sunspots onto, like, a paper plate. Yeah. And I counted a whole bunch of them. But so, you know, the Canadian fire, forest fires, even though that you know, press release you read talked about it being a natural occurrence, they don't necessarily go the full explanation there that we are now in a we're an uptick of sunspots and uh, muons or whatever charged particles down into the lower 10,000 feet of the atmosphere provides a lot more pathways to lightning or ground cloud to ground lightning that can start these fires. So well, the problem with that is the satellite image of the uh, fires uh, in, uh, north of the Great Lakes. Uh, the skies are clear which is why we can oh. see the ground, and we see the fires erupting in multiple locations at virtually the same moment. Well, that looks like arson, uh, unless you've got composting material. And I, I had somebody frantically call me, uh, warning everybody not to leave a hay bale out in the sun because they had come home from their trip to the grocery store or something, and they had the hay bale that had been left there for several months, and in the dry, hot sun, the inside of that hay bale com- composted and caught on, composted and caught on fire. And I have seen that yeah, myself. Yeah, that, uh, that can definitely happen. I mean, uh, any kind of decomposition tends to be an exothermic reaction. It generates so a lot not, of heat. The well, point I'm getting at is there's not always arson involved, but when you read that the Native Americans now are... They're, they're in cooperation with uh, in the Klamath Basin, especially, but in other places, they are being allowed after some training and, and a cooperative effort with forestry people. They're being allowed to go practice uh, their traditional fire uh, re- renewing of the woods in in their in the areas that they have uh, charge over, I guess, so they're considered a traditional tribal areas. Now, I don't know that that's going to go happen in Canada, but I know it's it's in Northern California that it's an effort to reduce the fuel load as they used to do. The entire bluegrass area, it's thought, was enlarged and created by Native Americans trying to bring down more buffalo from Ohio. And, and you know, the way that Kentucky River loops around Lexington, there's all these palisades or cliffs, so you you can imagine, and that's the theory I heard, is that they they would uh, get amongst the buffalo with the little buffalo hide, and they would all signal each other to throw the hide off, and they'd have a, a wolf skin underneath of that. They'd get those things stampeding over those cliffs, and you'd have the you know the the rest of the tribe would be down there processing those, and you'd have enough food for months, you know. So you know the, the dances with wolf. Uh, depiction of the horse culture in the Dakotas, that didn't happen until after the Spanish brought those in here. But uh, Well, no. they indicate in the movie that the Spanish had come and gone, because uh, remember right. uh, the uh, Indian chief, he's got a conquistador helmet. But they didn't have the, they didn't have the horses before that, so I'm getting at it. So, you know, the Native Americans set a lot of fires, in, uh, especially in Kentucky and different places, to renew the woods. I've seen that over my lifetime as forest fire policy has changed. And the woods now are full of cedar and inv- other invasive plants because they haven't been burned out. And the worst thing is in the last 20 years is the dang chiggers and ticks and turkey mites and things like that. We've got a lot more wildlife. But the pests 
that would be burned out are really bad. <laughs> so the forest fires in Canada it, being a natural thing, it, it's wherever you're at, uh, forest fires are a natural thing. But we're putting them out, you know. We're putting them out prematurely rather than let them burn out. You know, the public that is susceptible to the smoke, obviously they've got to be helped to whatever, get out of that smoke, relocate, whatever, temporarily. Uh, but when I was growing up, we had forest fires. It was like the Johnny Cash song, Ring of Fire. You'd see it all along the hills. and they would, you know, they well, just I remember some bad ones out in Southern California. Um, <clears throat> there was... Um I remember vividly this one time uh, I was working at this company called Robert Abel and Associates and uh, was on Highland uh, and Romaine. Uh, we were just down from Howard Hughes' old building, and we worked late one night. We came out. Uh, it was already dark, and just looking down Romaine to the west, we could just see this huge fire, you know, burning over, uh, you know, the Pacific Power. Well, I'm not sure what area we were looking at, but it was obviously a, a ridge line and was just major, major fire. I'm sure it's on the way back machine. That gal that called in being concerned about radiation from uh, Fukushima, you you remember the tr- stories out of Chernobyl when they had fires around Chernobyl. They were worried about that spreading radioactive materials. But Well, with- yeah, but, but that uh, shrubbery was much closer to Chernobyl right. than the Canadian yep. forests are to Japan. Well, what and, I'm getting at uh, is... Right after Fukushima happened, there were stories coming out of, I think, Vermont or New England somewhere that they had found traces of some radioactive isotopes in the milk. And I don't know if it was clickbait, you know, alarmist stuff, but I started putting uh, some iodine in our in our uh, filtered water. I bought the uh, Berkey Light from uh, RBN's yeah. store, and I, I started doing that just as a precaution because... I'd used it, and I didn't think it was going to harm anybody in the household. But uh, I started dosing the water with a little bit of iodine after that. But I I really don't think, as you say, this is such a vast area that the radiation from Fukushima would have been so dispersed, and as they say, the dangers in the dose. Yes, uh, I would. I would think there's there's other things to to wonder about uh, with that fire. I know in reading about what happened in. Uh, what was that new uh, the Palestine, Ohio? However, they pronounced it. That East Palestine. Like, yeah, it, they were really uh, alarmed. People were really getting uh, wacky about the um, uh, what was it? The chemical they said that was being produced by those fires. And I started um, reading about oh, that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not recalling lot, off the top of my head, but there's a lot that. There's Burning it up that. like that was a very, very reckless and dangerous thing to do. Nope. Anyway, Fire. Mike, I've given you All a big right. chunk of time here, and I've All got right, another thanks. caller waiting right now. So thank you very much for the uh, phone call. 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Daryl in Canada. Hello, Daryl. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Well, thank you. Yeah, well, I haven't heard any really anything about any radiation of any measurable thing, whether fires or not. So I don't know. I think this is more of a just, I don't know, it, it, I don't think there's anything to that, frankly. Um, I'd like to say that uh, I hope RFK saw that poll about, like you mentioned, 47 percent of, uh, of potential voters uh, might vote for an independent because I've been calling for him for to change. I hope he d- does it before it's too late. I mean, I know a lot of people, and I've, I'm sympathetic with them that say they can't vote their way out of it. But considering uh, 
you know, it looks like that's the way it's going to be for a while. I mean, RFK is at least good on vaccines, and in the, the war, he's probably as good as Trump on trying to end this war. So, he would be a good person to put in. I would say that maybe in just on the top of my head, if he did go independent, maybe with a Constitution Party or some other somewhat established party. And if it comes to signatures, I don't think there'd be any trouble or even money getting him on these things. So, I don't think that's an impediment. I think independence, about 25% independence, would be part of that 47. About 12% of Republicans and about 10% of Democrats. What do you think of that uh, breakdown? I don't think he'd get 47 mm, because all he would need about 35%. I think you're probably yeah, fairly accurate on that one. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, and, and Mike, uh, cash bail in uh, Illinois and specifically Chicago is racist. It's That's racist to say that that's not right. Just like voter ID, we're missing something here. I agree with you, but I mean, we—I mean, eighty percent of Democrats think think it's it's racist. I mean, can you believe that mindset? It's just—and it's going to be very, like you say, it's going to be very destructive because you know, give an inch, take a mile. I mean, they're doing it. These criminals. Oh yeah. They're going to do oh it yeah. There. They don't. They they don't know how to stop. They don't know right. where to stop. Right. Exactly. Uh, I'm going on a few subjects here, but you know, Twitter. There's these there's these censorship. Uh, um, uh, hearings there in, in Washington, but <laughs> Twitter's doing a pretty good job itself. I mean, I would say before Twitter was maybe a 3 in 10 on the free speech uh, scale, roughly, somewhere in that range. Now it's maybe a 6 in 10. It's not bad, but it's nowhere near what, what the what the build-up a few months ago, what, six months ago, when Twitter was, uh, when Musk was thinking about going really free speech. I mean, it's, it's still a semi-joke, frankly, as far as I can... I mean, look at the people. He's banned so many people for free speech, and, and mild somewhat, like Andrew Anglin, a Daily Stormer. The guy, say, he's very provocative on his website, but he's very, very, he was very mild on Twitter, and he got banned for that. Kevin McDonald, Nick Fuentes, I can think of, David Duke, guys like that, that that really watch what they say on there, but they can't even get back on. So, I mean, uh, I have an account there. I hardly go there anymore. There's only one. There's only one, not two. There's only one free speech uh, platform of any uh, size on, on the Internet, and that's Gab. Other than if you don't do any, like, a criminal threatening thing, or you can say pretty much anything you want. I always remember Jake Tapper from CNN. Actually, one of the more objective guys, which isn't saying much on CNN, he went there and he was shocked at what he saw. Free speech? He's not used to it, obviously, at CNN, right? Or any other nope. place, basically. Oh, he was shocked to see that. The, 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 the language and, and the stuff that was said on there. So it's just, it's just a wake-up call. But Gab's the only one. I mean, uh, Twitter is... It did not even come close to fulfilling what they... They're better, but they're nowhere near as what they, what they said. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, i got some Russia stuff if you want to let me talk. Uh, well, we've got about uh, 30 seconds until the commercial break, so feel free to fill it up. Okay, well, Zaporozhia, uh, the Ukrainians are just obsessed with that thing. Remember they were saying uh, the Russians put explosives on top of the roof and just mm -hmm. to set up, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know what Zelensky is going to do if Russia ever moves and does some offensive here the kind of uh, deprivation he's going to do to the rest of the country. I mean, it's scary that... And the only time he stopped talking about it is when the independent uh, nuclear watchdog that was there uh, mentioned that it wasn't true. And then he finally stopped. There's so many false flags that he talks about. But, um, I mean, okay, I'm well, afraid Darryl, of moves. Got to catch you off. We got to take a break for commercials. Okay. Thank you for the call. 512-248-8252. We'll be right back.
here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3dbunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3dbunkers.com for more details or visit 3dbunkers.com. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interest as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602 799 8214, or visit our website, Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Welcome back to our show here. We have open phone lines, 512-248-8252, and we're going to go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, uh, good call, my Daryl. Yeah, hey, hey, Mike, what's on my mind? You know, I've been really perplexed, and I, I, I saw something really, I think everybody in RBN is going to be perplexed about and I'm going to talk about this uh, issue today, is slavery. Like, you know, all we've been hearing uh, is how bad white people were in slavery and all that. And of course, you had Farrakhan came on Arsenio and saying it was the Jews, the finest, sort of thing. But, Mike, let's go to the real truth now. If the white man were so bad, in you know, all the thousands of years there was slavery, like, 
what was the one group of people that ended slavery, Mike? What was the group of people that never get credit for ending slavery worldwide? And we're down to 7% of the population. It's called the white Anglo-Northern European stock male. Yep. Okay? We're the ones that ended slavery. Slavery ended in England in 1833. It was going on for thousands of years from Egypt, uh, even further back than It's Egypt, still going actually. on today in other parts of the world. And it's going on today with the Muslim world, the Arabic world. They still use slaves. In Africa, they still enslave each other in Africa. And all we've heard about is how bad white man is, white man. No, listen. White man ended slavery. It, it took a civil war, but it was in 1833, actually, in England, and then France followed eight years later that they, those countries ended slavery, Mike. So, you know, the, uh, slavery, okay? Okay, so you dropped out there for a second, Tom. No, I'm just saying. And then, uh, you know, I, I happen to, uh, can you hear me now, Mike? I happen to watch Candace Owens, and she was brilliant. And she was tearing these professors with affirmative action up on California. And then you got this crazy Newsom, Mike, just... Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his first name? Uh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom or Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. This imbecile. I call him Gruesome Newsom. Yeah, Gruesome Newsom. This guy is so gruesome, and he's gonna uh, now that you got you got he, he's gonna make you get paid if you don't bring a woke agenda into the classroom to teach all these kids wokeness, but they don't want to teach these kids curse. But they want to teach you to be it's okay to be homosexual. Mike, it's sick. It's absolutely sick. And all we heard from these Zionists, Marxist Bolshevik Zionists, not the good ones, because there's a lot of great ones. Mark Levin, Stephen Miller, there's some great Jews, let's not kid ourselves, fantastic Jews. But a lot of them are deviant and decadent. Look at Hollywood, what's going on right now. Did they ever resolve the strike over there, Mike? No, the strike is still ongoing, and, um, you know, if it goes on long enough, it's going to damage Hollywood, which is already kind of weak because of all the woke product they put on out. People are, you know, turning to other studios and other providers, uh, you know, because they're just really tired of being propagandized. I hope they destroy Hollywood. I hope Hollywood never, I hope obliviate. I hope it gets obliviated, Mike. And then the sound of... uh, the Sound of Freedom is be, even beating Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise's new movie. It's wiping yep. out uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's beating all these, all these. And you might, Mike, have you ever talked about the 1998 interview with Mel Gibson? Did you watch that, Mike? Um, refresh my memory. 1998, Mel Gibson had an interview talking about how the, uh, evil Hollywood was, the producers, a lot of directors. I mean, it was it was just like you said. It started with Sal Minio. I remember if you remember uh, uh, Rebel Without a Cause, the actor. I mean, yeah. almost uh, what they were doing. They were they were uh, they were casting these people on a couch, and you had to do special services to these producers to get the part. Yeah, I mean, right? even Marilyn Monroe early in her career had to, um, you know, do some of the nasties. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mike. It's just you know, it's appalling to, to think about how a group, one group really, has is, is got all this power and wealth in this country, the media, uh, Hollywood, and uh, then they use, and then, you know, of course, uh, the point of, I guess I make it is, Arsenio Hall, Mike, look at the, look at the archive that show, the last show he ever did on t- uh, major TV, and because he brought Farrakhan on, he was annihilated. Yep. And he was bigger, and uh, by the way, Mike, let me tell you, uh, I didn't realize how dark Oprah Winfrey is. 
she did a lot of nasty stuff. She had a guy in, uh, I think it was Brazil, some guy, Dr. Dr. John God. I called him uh, something like that, and Oprah was financing him, brought him on her show, and he was such a great healer. It was all a lie, Mike. The whole thing was a big lie. Even Oprah Winfrey has committed so much treasonous stuff. It's unbelievable, the videos I watch on YouTube of her. It's amazing. The stuff she got away. And she's a well, billionaire. You know, uh, it Aren't turns out that she uh, you know, was buddy-buddy with Jeffrey Epstein, which puts a whole new light on all those girls that vanished from her school in Africa. Well, exactly, Mike. And they show, they have, uh, they show in pictures of her and Harvey Weinstein. Actually, uh, she's kissing all over them. It was, yeah. it, was, uh, it was appalling. It was really appalling, you know. And, and, the scene, and then you learn all this stuff. But I just got to say, my Candace Owens, the... the no, that woman was fantastic when she when she's uh, proposing to these professors. It's just some, she just destroys them, Mike. And you know, I could go on and on about her Candace. This she's really brought out to the forefront. It was wonderful. Okay, we seem to have lost you again. Anyway, we got to take a break for commercials, and uh, we have open lines five one two two four eight eight two five two. We'll be right back. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to firsthand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jungkay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. We will not go down in the night without a fight. You can burn up our mosques and our homes and our schools, but our spirit will never die. We will not go down in Gaza tonight. Women and children. Okay, welcome back to our show here. Is is Tom still on the line? Okay, I guess not. Hello? Uh, we have op- Hello? Mike, 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 Mike. You have to yeah. Hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were. Okay, yeah. I, I'll finish up real quick, Mike. I, you know. I just got to say that uh, I think a lot of a lot of good stuff's going to happen here now because uh, I'm going to be optimistic, Mike. I think that Trump's going to beat all these other indictments he's got going on. I know they're going to try to to make him not run for uh, 24, but he, I have to read a Marco. He's the only guy out there that actually can handle all this insanity thrown at him. I don't think any other guy could ever took it, DeSantis or any of them, the Republican side. Surely not Mike Pence or uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, so, oh, you Mike know, Pence is self-destructed. You know, he he's out of the race. Yeah, yeah. Forget Pence. He, he's a he's a character. He's a he's a disgrace, backstabber. Uh, but again, Mike, I, I'll let it go with this uh, immigration situation. It's not an invasion anymore. It is a conquest. And if we don't stop it, we're not going to have a country in two two three years. No way. We're not going to have no country. You go to a lot of these cities, Mike, and it's insanity. The hospitalizations that these illegals are costing the taxpayers. And it, 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 the whole thing is just a giant disaster, giant. And we haven't even looked at a food, food, uh, food shortage yet, Mike. But when we do, it's going to be it's going to be World War III right inside the United. It's civil war in the United States, no doubt about it. And it only well, takes you know, sometimes minor... I look at what our government is doing, and I, I I think they're trying to provoke one because then they can drop yes. the hammer, suspend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and say, well, you know, uh, dictatorship is uh, for real now. I totally agree with that. Totally, Mike. I totally agree with that. I mean, that's that's my uh, that's what I, how I feel. That's what they're actually trying to perpetrate a race war, a civil war, whatever you want to call it, a, a disaster in this country that we can't even come back from. And, you know, let the chickens come home to the roost, like I say. And let's see what uh, the cards fall on the table. But, yeah, Mike, it's, it's, uh, 
the slave issue, that how they or how they made the guilt of the of white people all these years. Ninety per, Mike, during the Civil War, only what was it two percent of the population of whites owned slaves. The rest of the people didn't own slaves in in, in that time. Oh, it was Even a tiny, tiny minority, you know, the plantation, uh, you know, those plantations. I mean, you know, I, I used to work on a riverboat, and we'd see all these plantations there along the Mississippi, and they're, they're you know, very beautiful, but there just weren't that many of them compared to the population at the time. Yes, Mike, and most of the black, and, mo- and most of the slaves in the South were actually owned by black slave owners. Well, some I of them were, yeah, there, there were black slave owners. Yes, absolutely. Bob Woodson talks about it. I don't know if you could ever get him on as a guest, Mike, on your show. I'm sure he might go on your show, but that would be wonderful if you could get Mike, uh, Bob Woodson to do an hour on your show. I think that would be great if you could bring him on your show and you know, reach out to Bob Woodson. Uh, maybe he could come. He's an Afro-American. Maybe he'd come on your show and uh, explain to the RBN audience what the, the real uh, situation is with all this. And by the way, Mike, have you heard of a guy named J.P. Sears? Have you got a chance to see him on YouTube? No. Nope. Yeah, I think you'll love this guy. This guy, this guy's amazing. Uh, this guy puts on a, a YouTube channel show about all the wokeness. And this guy, I mean, he just destroys these woke these wokers. His name is J.P. Sears, like Sears and Roebuck. And this guy, this uh, by the way, Sears and Roebuck, one of them was a black guy. You know that, Larry Mike? No, I actually did not know that. Yeah, one of the gentlemen that were. Uh, well, I think one of them was black and the other guy was white. I think Roebuck was white and Sears was black. I can't remember. It was, it was one of them. You check it out. You know, you got time. One of them was an Afro-American guy. But, uh, yeah, this guy, J.P. Sears, I think if you could get him, uh, just watch his videos and play some videos, uh, you know, some of his sound bites on your show, would be <laughs> that'd be pretty uh, pretty amazing. But, you know, you can go on YouTube and watch him. He's really good. He really, he really not destroys the woke, wokeest, wokeies. Whatever you want to call them, the wackos. But uh, yeah, Mike, I'll, I'll leave that in. Probably, you know, you got probably another call. So I just want to let you know, uh, yeah, Candace Owens and all these things. Or YouTube, YouTube's famous, uh, fantastic, Mike, for really exposing a lot of stuff. However, a lot of people don't get to see a lot of stuff on YouTube. But Mel Gibson really, oh, that's what I was saying. 1998, Mike, Mel Gibson really brought it home, man. He was he was letting everybody know what was happening in Hollywood. He was way before his time. You know, that was before he came out with Passion of the Christ. Um, and yeah. Mike, he's uh, actually one of the main guys behind this movie, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, um, Sound of Sound Freedom. Of Freedom. Or, yeah. yeah. Mel Gibson's uh, one I, I... Hello? Okay, we seem to have... Um, Can you we hear seem me? to have lost... Tom- oh, Tommy there? No, yes, we I'm lost here. Him? Can you hear me? Uh, okay, Hello? yeah, you keep dropping out there. I think there's a problem with your phone. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, I I hear you great. I don't know. My my phone's. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, Hello? but you from time to time you just completely drop out. Anyway, listen. I've given you a big chunk of time okay. here, right, and thanks, I'd like to move yeah, on you. if you don't mind. So thank you very much for the phone thanks, call. Um, we have uh, let's see. Open lines five one two two four eight eight two five two. We're going to go to Pat in Fort Worth. Hello, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi. Uh, when y'all were talking about the cluster bombs, yes, uh, I remember that uh, I had a scene that Cambodia has built machines to uh, find them. You, I mean, you know, they built machines that can roll over and won't hurt anything, but also ha- uh, other ways of finding them. 
and uh, and that, and I know that they condemn uh, Russia along with the United Nations for uh, invading Ukraine. So I don't know if if uh, if, if Russia could get their uh, machines or not. And there's a whole lot of different question marks. So I don't know, you know. Well, in, in the wide open spaces, you know, uh, demining usually involves taking, you know, a tracked vehicle like a tank, and they put these two booms out in front, and on that boom is a, a, a large cylinder with all these attached chains that just spins around and, and flails the ground in front to, to set off uh, the cluster bombs. But unfortunately, Cambodia is a lot of jungle, and so you have to kind of go in there by hand and, uh, you know, figure out what's going on. Okay, well, that's, that's about all. I saw the machine, and I I saw everything they were doing, but I didn't write it down. So, but I just looked it up on Conservapedia that saw that they, they, they condemned Russia for going into the Ukraine along with the whole United Nations. All right, well, anybody like- under the control of the U.S. is going to condemn Russia. Uh, but again, Russia was responding to the killing of ethnic Russians inside eastern Ukraine. And the uh, analogy I like to make is if the president of the United States found out that the president of Mexico was just simply executing American expats living in Mexico, don't you think he would want to try and do something about it? Well, I don't want to get into all that because, you know, if Russia thought they could win so well, how come it's been a year and how many months is it still going on? Well, uh, <clears throat> I don't think Russia is trying to, like, really invade all of Ukraine. They just want to protect that uh, area in the Donbass. Anyway, listen, um, we're going to let you go, Pat, and uh, we're going to switch over to Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Oh, what isn't on my mind? Uh, <laughs> and big shout-out to that gorgeous gal, Claire. Um Pfizer in such uh, such deep doo that it's unbelievable, my dear. How so? Uh, well, let's see. Yesterday, I didn't realize until late in the day, but uh, one of the Pfizer warehouses, whatever you want to call it, that uh, apparently they have a warehouse in every county for that matter, it seems like, nearly, mm-hmm. at, at Dice's Learn today. But there was a nice rainstorm that came through. Yep. Uh, going through uh, I-95 corridor, as it generally would be called. And apparently there was a nice uh, uh, EF2, EF3, whatever, tornado that took out uh, the Pfizer warehouse or whatever you want to call it. It wasn't a warehouse. It was a manufacturing facility. It was actually the oh, place where it? they make okay. the medications. Okay. Well, in that case, Mother Nature does have a sense of humor and good taste after all. Yep. In, other words, she's, in other words, she's saying, don't be messing with my systems like this, and this is what you get when you do. So I, I thought to myself, when I, when I learned about it, I thought, wait a minute, that kind of name sounds familiar. I thought, you go, girl. <laughs> I was so tickled to hear about that. I mean, I, I know people were injured and all that, and homes were destroyed and all that, which I am in empathy with those people and so forth, having seen the damage uh, trail that was going on. And they actually have photos of uh, what occurred, and also someone sent a photo into the one news center in Raleigh uh, about what the tornado looked like. The irony was that we are about 15 or 20 miles 
from where that uh, touched down to start with. So um, the only thing we had to worry about was lights uh, flickering off as though uh, like lightning had hit the lines or something or a tree limb hit a limb or whatever. I was oblivious to the fact that there was actually a tornado until late that day uh, when one of our uh, dear uh, family members extended uh, called to find out if we were okay. And so I was blown and they told us that, yeah, yeah, tornado. I'm like, what? So I had to go and look it up. I was like, oh, my stars. <laughs> so uh, heads off to Mother Nature. Don't mess with her because she'll kick your tail. And believe me, I saw some of the uh, um, debris trail as it went over 95 from the west side to the east side. And, boy, she can do a number when she does her twist deal. I'll tell you what. Anyway, with that, um, I'll have a green olive, not rainbow, with my margarita dear, and have a good, great weekend otherwise in case otherwise. All right. Later. Well, thank you. Thank you very much here. The lines are open, 512-248-8252. Getting on back to uh, <clears throat> education and wokeness here. Apparently, there's a big scandal coming out of the California State University system where several of the uh, campuses have been found to have mishandled sexual harassment allegations. This was uh, the result of an audit, and uh, apparently uh, this led to the closure of nearly a dozen sexual harassment cases without you know, any kind of explanation. Uh, the audit reviewed 40 cases over the span of seven years, and they examined allegations of harassment between 2016 and 2022 against employees at the university system's chancellor's office and three of the 23 campuses, California State University, Fresno, San Jose State University, and Sonoma State University. And it found that the colleges failed to discipline the people found responsible for the misconduct. All right. <clears throat> now, there is uh, this department store. Actually, it's several department stores. And they are selling this sex guide for children. Okay? It's aimed at children ages 10 to 15. It's being sold in department stores with instructions on how to perform various sex acts descriptions of gender identities, all 472 of them, and uh, other graphic uh, illustrations. And, uh, it's, you, know, you know, I didn't find out about this stuff until I was in my 20s. I mean, it's ridiculous here. Anyway, the National Endowment for the Arts has granted $35,000 from taxpayers to support a transgender dance tour in four states led by a gay choreographer. I mean, this stuff is just, <clears throat> it's really out of hand, okay? All right, there was a theme park in Britain, and they had a uh, family-friendly pride event, or at least that's what they was said, and uh, there was this drag queen performer uh, simulating a sex act with a power tool, and uh, apparently was, uh, you know, sparks were coming off of his nether regions, probably had a piece of metal or flint there or something like that, and the parents were absolutely horrified. The theme park has now apologized and said there will be no more pride events uh, at that theme park uh, in the future. Okay, a woman posing as a 14-year-old girl caught a New York City healthcare provider on tape offering her a presumed minor cross-sex hormones without parental consent. 
Now, this was shared on Twitter last Monday by the nonprofit group Gays Against Groomers, and it shows how an anonymous contact of the group went undercover as a girl named Kelly asking for transgender transition services without parental consent. Now, the girl, the woman, called herself Kelly, and she first reached out to Planned Parenthood to request help with the gender transition, but was not denied since Planned Parenthood does not offer such services to minor. Well, good for them on that one. However, as a potential alternative source, the Planned Parenthood worker provided Kelly the phone number of the New York City-based Community Health Care Network. And on, once on the phone with Brian from the Community Healthcare Network, Kelly emphasized on her story that she was only 14 and trans, and her parents were upset by her confession to being trans. And while she needed help, she didn't specify exactly what she wanted, and the Community Healthcare Network offered her these hormones without parental consent. It's child abuse, it really is here. Now, <clears throat> story out of Station Gossip. 21 international doctors warn against gender-affirming hormones and surgeries for youth. They're saying the risks are significant. You know, these these, uh, uh, drugs are very dangerous. The surgeries, all surgeries are dangerous. And and when you're talking about major surgeries like they're doing in the pelvic region... uh, and it's all for it's all for the money, you know. Uh, Benjamins, you know, take gender dysphoria, which is something all young people go through, turn it into a crisis, and offer to sell them a solution. And uh, you know, it may be supported by those who want a population reduction, um, and, and they're going to make self sterilization trendy, hip, and fashionable, so long as it's wrapped up in this pink and blue uh, flag here. Over in uh, <clears throat> Seattle. Uh, Documents obtained by the parental rights organization Parents Defending Education reveal that Seattle public schools are now offering free gender-affirming care to students as young as 10. Free meaning all being paid for by the taxpayers. And that is definitely not something I think most taxpayers are going to be happy uh, about uh, funding. Okay, now an Iowa judge temporarily blocks the six-week abortion ban days after Governor Reynolds signed the legislation. And uh, uh, so, yeah, the fight is going on here. Uh, You know, you've got the liberals who want uh, abortion right up to the moment of birth, maybe even a little bit after birth. That's murder. I'm sorry. Okay. And the women like to say, it's my body, my choice. No, it's not your body. Because that baby, you know, only has half of your DNA, and it's got DNA from another person in there. It is a separate living thing, okay? And, yeah, abortion at birth, that's murder. we got to take a break for commercials. We'll be right back.
Haibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of Truth Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's obvious results. My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try Extendivite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. What this country is coming to, I sure would like to know. If they don't do something by and by, the rich will live and the poor will die. Doggone, I mean the panic is on. Can't get no way, can't draw no pay. And welcome back to our show, last segment of our program today. And uh, getting back on the subject of abortions, the White House is saying it's the Pentagon's sacred obligation to help troops get abortions. And basically, they're very critical of Republicans and uh, say the U.S. military will lose talent if access to the procedure is limited. Well, I imagine that, uh, you know, they could ask for a leave of absence from the military and go take care of it someplace else. 
you know, as opposed to having the taxpayers yet again paying for all of these uh, operations here. Now, the White House is claiming that laws protecting the unborn hurt military morale and retention. I would suggest that it's the wokeification that's going on inside the military that is hurting morale and retention. There was that story uh, the other day about this um, female recruit forced to shower with biological males who simply claim I'm a woman. And uh, that's not how you build a cohesive fighting unit. I mean, anybody who served in the military, I haven't. I had a deferment. But I understand that that unit has to know each other, they have to trust each other, they have to be comfortable with each other, and uh, otherwise they're not going to be effective in the field. Now, another little victory from uh, Project Veritas. They got a recording of Charlie Chester, a CNN technical director, admitting they were going to exaggerate the fake climate agenda the same way they lied to billions about the COVID pandemic. And so we're all suffering COVID uh, burnouts. That's the reason they're going back to human cause, global warming, and you will give up your cars, your money, and your freedom to save the planet Earth. And it's a load of malarkey here. Now, um, <clears throat> Representative Ilhan Omar claimed Monday that Earth recently experienced the hottest day in the last 120,000 years and demanded a national climate emergency. Senator Mike Lee took her to task and said, we have no accurate daily temperature measurements pat, you know, earlier than 100 years ago. But, I mean, that, that's how blatant the lying is on this whole situation. They want a national climate emergency here. Okay, now NASA is getting ready to launch a very interesting uh, mission. They're aiming for an asteroid near Mars uh, that supposedly is worth 10 quintillion dollars okay because it's packed full of precious metals it's the uh, 16 psyche space rock and uh, you know they they, they they figure they could drag it back to earth and it would certainly upset the economy if it turns out to be that way uh, but anyway the psyche spacecraft which is going to launch in less than 100 days uh, will get to the asteroid in four years time and uh, actually find out if the uh, remote sensing uh, equipment was accurate about what it's made out of. Meanwhile, we had a huge asteroid the size of the Leaning Tower of Pisa flew closer to Earth than the moon this month, and scientists didn't detect it until two days later. So much for intercepting an inbound asteroid that is headed for our direction. Okay, and we are coming up on the end of the program now. We should be hearing music here. Yeah, there it is. Okay, stay tuned for the National Intel Report. Peter Serafine is taking the microphone tonight. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to support us in these very difficult, difficult times. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Aloha, America. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. 
Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.